I was just absolutely over the moon to see a snow clearer come down our road, only to realise it's the world's biggest uh, logistics freight lorry, which is now barely moving down our... T- it's just huge. There's snow everywhere. It's snail paced its way down and now looks as like if it's got absolutely stuck. Uh, this is a rather despairing welcome to episode 130 of Mr. Burt Pods. I mean, what is there to say, really? Um, it's it's just crawling. What does it say? Pallet track. Ultras. Ultra Transport, your complete logistics solutions. I can actually see uh, it's just crawling down the road. It's nearly as, it's so big, it's nearly as wide as the road itself. And it's, um, it's about as high, uh, it's about half as high as the houses. It's that tall. I'm afraid this is just one It's going to be quite a miserable Mr. Burt this week. We've started out with... I was just really happy to see the fact that they've got a snow clip down our road. Fabulous. Um, I think you can probably hear it beeping. Uh, it's a bit of a miserable uh, Mr. Burt pod, and it might be quite a short one, because I'm not really in the mood to do this, to be honest. Uh, not only has it slowed, and the whole world is uh, disintegrating into chaos... Uh, but Duffy uh, gave up eating. Well, she's not quite given up, but she's sort of given up eating. Um, I thought she was being really picky with her food. Uh, and then I think it was Friday or Saturday, she didn't go for her webbox, which is like this liquid yogurty food that I was put her pill in that she absolutely loves. Uh, she just ignored it, and I knew that was a bad sign. Um, she's very quiet and very clingy. And she's lost a lot of weight very quickly. And um, she just sits on my lap all the time. Or if I'm on the laptop on the sofa, she lies across my arms. Um, which has always been a bit of a lap cap, but it's very, very needy now. She's still got a bit of spirit in her. She still turns up for lunch and dinner and breakfast, but she just won't eat anything. She licks a bit of gravy and that's it. Just drinking a bit and just eating a few biscuits. Um so she's still got a bit of spirit in her. She's not like given up, but um, I think we're on the beginning of the end. So I booked uh, the vet in for later this afternoon. Uh, I'll be on my own going. So if the vet, I don't know what the vet's going to say, whether there's anything she can do. I don't know whether I want the vet to do anything now, whether just to let this be the end of her life. Um, oh God. So, um, that's a great start to the podcast. I'm sorry about that, but I am feeling a bit miserable. Um, she's just been an absolute joy since we got her in February. She just made both of us so happy. And for all, I'm absolutely heartbroken, and it's going to finish me off uh, when we have to say goodbye to her. I cannot for one second say I have any regrets getting her, even though it's only been for a few months. Because it's just been such a a wonderful time we've had we've had with her, and it is crazy how animals just come into your life and uh, take over. Uh, and I think if you don't 
like pets or animals, it is difficult to understand uh, how important they are in people's lives and uh, what you go through when they leave you. So I'm sorry I'm sounding miserable, and I because I sort of am miserable really. So um, it's been uh, well, it's just been one of those. It's just been a stupid week actually. I've got uh, to the end of the show. Uh, I've um, have to say it's been one of my least favourite shows that I've ever worked on. So I'm very glad to see the back of it. And the next show is in was getting well they'll be getting the set in uh it's it's an it's the tightest turnaround imaginable the set will be the set for the play that's just finished will have been got out overnight the new set's probably going in now as i speak uh the dress rehearsals on wednesday that's the day after tomorrow um and it opens on thursday what can i say I'm sort of hoping I won't get called tomorrow because, in fact, until quarter to five yesterday, I didn't even know if I had a job on the show. Uh, I'd been told I had, but I had absolutely nothing official through. Uh, and then I got an email, I happened to see at quarter to five yesterday, uh, saying, here's your contract. Uh, can you sign it by the end of tomorrow? So I've got to get the contract read and sorted out after I've done this. Uh, and then it should be all systems go. So I'm, uh, in more ways than one, I'm in a bit sort of limbo-y feeling at the moment. I don't like being between shows. Um, I like routine. <laughs> I like to be doing the show. Uh, and this one's all over the place because it's a Christmas show and it's got uh, it's like it's got about 10 shows a week. I'm not doing all of them, still job sharing. Um, but they're all at quite strange times. So that's that. Um, and being a Christmas show, it'll be uh, nice and colourful and full of music and fun, I'm hoping which the last show wasn't. So um, that's that. So of course I woke up to, uh, I went home last night and the buses always come uh, within about two or three minutes when I'm waiting for one at Archway. And I had to wait 16 minutes for one yesterday and I can't tell you how cold I was, <laughs> absolutely frozen. It was just before it started snowing. Uh, there's quite a lot of homeless people around Archway, uh, which is really concerning because I really don't know what happens to them in this weather. Um, yeah, so, um, then I, of course, woke up to, oh no, of course, then it started snowing last night, so I was glad I wasn't working last night, and, um, woke up to, uh, snow, I used to get, uh, now I have to, this is just going to be the gloomiest Mr. Burt pod, I really don't like snow, I used to like snow when I was a child, I just hate it now, because I just, all I see is problems, cars and transport, and, uh, people not having homes, and slush and falling over and breaking bones. Um, I just wanted to go, and it looks pretty, but I just wanted to go away. Uh, burst pipes, that's another thing I'm terrified of, especially with our plumbing at the moment, which seems to be all over the place. Um, so, um, yeah, I haven't got anything positive to say about that. Children are having a good time. They're obviously off school. Uh, I think there's been quite a few snowmen made. Uh, although I can't see any, but I did see some balls of snow being rolled earlier on. It's gone very quiet in the road. Um, I've got the other thing is I've got to battle around to the vet in this, which is I'm not looking forward to at all because it's about a fifteen minute walk, uh, and she's going to be really cold in the carry in the uh, basket, which I hadn't thought about till now. Oh, and it started snowing again. Fabulous. Oh yeah, well, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. So. Um, yes, yeah, so I got up. And obviously, didn't go for a run this morning, much to uh, disappointment of all of you. Uh, I did my bit with Adrian, who was, uh, what was she doing? Oh, she was nourishing 
was actually quite nice. No, she wasn't. What was she doing? Something like focus or nourish or savouring. She was savouring. That was actually quite a nice 20 minutes uh, of stretching my muscles in ways that they really, really needed to be stretched. And only one quick downward dog. That was all good. And then I thought, well, I can't go for a run. We have an exercise bike, which isn't mine and is very rarely used uh, and which takes up a lot of room. So I thought, well, I'll have a go on that. Um, and that was all fine. Uh, I was listening to the last, fortunately. God, everything seems to be endings at the moment because um, I'm always a few weeks behind. And um, I basically rode it for 20 minutes, half an hour, about 10 kilometers and felt no different. I was still cold uh, and I wasn't out of breath. Uh, and then I was told later that uh, didn't I turn the dial on? I said, well, I saw there was a dial, but I just presumed the dial was a uh, seat adjuster because it looked like a seat adjuster dial. Apparently, if you turn the dial, it puts more, um, makes it more difficult to pedal. So basically, I've just done a really easy pedal for half an hour and achieved absolutely nothing. It's so boring as well, I can't tell you. I don't know why anybody has an exercise bike. It's so boring. I could have watched television, I suppose. And then, um, yes, that was it. So then uh, I, I'm in a kerfuffle at the moment because I'm, again, in limbo between jobs and I've got to get the Christmas decorations up. I've got to bake a Christmas. I don't have to do any of these things, but it's Christmas. Uh, I would like to bake a Christmas cake. I don't know when that's going to get done. It's uh, two o'clock. And... Um, Christmas cards. I bought my Christmas cards. I bought my Christmas cake ingredients and the Christmas decorations are down from the loft. So step one has been taken. Step two on all those three things uh, is the tricky one. Uh, apparently second class, uh, I was horrified at how expensive postage is and everyone's on strike. So uh, it was supposed to be second class today, wasn't it, for Christmas? I've decided to forget that. I'll just post them when I post them. And if people get their Christmas cards, they get them. And if they don't, they don't. The strike and everything. I can't do anything about it. It's not worth worrying about it. Spent a fortune on Christmas cards and and stamps. Uh, what can I say? I'm just looking at my diary, actually, because uh, I've ordered a new diary. That's a big thing. Oh, now, yes, my new, my book is out. Well, it's not my book. It's a book with the uh, anthology with my short story and it's out. I've ordered a copy uh, myself, obviously, uh, paperback. I've also ordered a hardback, which apparently is on its way. Um, I think I'm due to get it by the end of the week. Uh, I sat and read the other stories in the anthology and they're all good, actually. There was none I didn't like. Uh, some I liked more than others. Some I liked an awful lot. Um, the two around my story, the one before mine and the one after mine, uh, I absolutely loved. So I was very happy. And I think my story fits into it very well because it is uh, it is slightly different. Uh, so the anthology is, I put this on my social media. You can find it if you look. And I have uh, told some people about it via WhatsApp. But the anthology, the, the anthology, the anthology is called, uh, it's the Writing Salon volume two and the title is um the reason i'm i can't remember if it's 10 hours or 12 hours to del mar uh, which i don't really get the title to be honest uh 12 hours thing 12 hours that's t-w-e-l-v-e not the number 12 hours to del mar d-e-l neward m-a-r which is a place somewhere in america 
so it's on Amazon, unfortunately. That's the only way you can get it. But it's nice to feel there's a hardback. Uh, and it is pricey. I'm not going to pretend it isn't. But um, I would recommend ordering it now because of deliveries. And uh, the hardback's taken actually quite a long time to come through. So for your Christmas present list, uh, I highly recommend Well, no, I mean, joking apart, I can recommend it as I think it's a really nice collection of stories. The fact my story is in there side, it's, I think it's a really nice collection of short stories, uh, especially if you don't, if you're a short story fan. And because they've been written by different people, their stories with different styles, and uh, there is a common thread uh, going through them. I think the three themes were swipe, that we were given to write about were either swipe right, absence or after everything um but a lot of people have written with on the theme of absence that's another thing of loss we can <laughs> add to my list of things of losses at the moment i also um i've never not been a fan of fleetwood mac but i've never taken much notice of fleetwood mac and i've never had the rumors album and where it's People My Age, Rumours album, is the album that everybody had in their vinyl connection. And until Christine McVeigh died, I knew a bit about Nikki, uh, what's her name, the other one. Um, until Christine McVeigh died, I didn't really know anything about her until I saw this outpouring of, um, uh, of obituaries and appreciations of her life and her art. Uh, and... I heard for the first time Songbird, which I'd never heard before. It's off the Rumours album, which is the most beautiful song. Really beautiful song. And I've managed uh, to get, uh, usually piano transcriptions of songs aren't very good. I managed to get a couple. I think one is the original Fleetwood Mac uh, piano version of it. And one is the version they did for the TV uh, show Glee. Anyway, I've got them as piano sheet music and they're absolutely beautiful. Uh, and they, I've got the melody in the right hand, so I don't need to sing it. And it's basically pretty much as it is on the record, on the original song, the piano on the original song. Uh, unfortunately, it's quite sad. Well, the words are quite, well, the words are lovely, but it's not a sad song. But the sound of the melody is sad. So uh, that's another sad thing in my life. But I'm really enjoying it. It's just lovely to play a really beautiful piece of music, which is different from the sort of thing I normally play. So uh, I've been making everybody sad with playing that. And um, I don't know what else has been going on, actually. So, uh, oh, you see, I only went to the vet two weeks ago, didn't I? It was like two weeks ago I went to the vet, she was fine. So she's gone downhill in the past two weeks. Um, then, what are we today? Twelfth. Uh, what did I do? I had a meal uh, at the local coat with a couple of my very bestest friends, and that was nice. Uh, coat is actually quite good for a for a chain. Uh, they do very nice meals, and they're not massively expensive. Um, I've got quite fond of coat actually, because I'm not really a chain person. I prefer independent places. Uh, and then I worked, work, works. Uh, Friday I worked unusually. Oh yes, I've had a busy working week because my uh, job sharer hasn't been able to do uh, as many shifts as they normally do. So I've actually worked most nights. I think I just had Thursday off, and I can't even remember what I did on Thursday. Uh, and then I did show on Friday, and I did two shows on Saturday, and then did another one on Sunday. Uh, and that's it, really. That's been my week. I've been in the theatre. The theatre. Uh, I have finished by the last few pages. 
how long since the train's been gone. I really hope that's the title. I'm shamefully, A, shamefully can't remember it, and B, keep forgetting to look it up and correct myself, which is the James Baldwin novel. Uh, it's one of his later works. Um, first one I've ever read by him. Always sort of vaguely intended to read his work and never have, and it was given to me for my birthday. Uh, and I just thought it was the most beautiful book. Uh, it's angry and sad and warm and compassionate and uh, it's gripping and the characters are all wonderful and uh, I learned so much from it and I felt for all that it's angry I felt a little bit better about the world at the end of it uh, I learned an awful lot about what it's like to be black uh, albeit that it was in the 60s I don't think an awful lot's changed I mean a lot has changed in some ways and not an awful lot has changed in other ways uh, in America, uh, just a beautiful book, really. And it's long; it's quite a long book, and the print's quite small. Uh, and I just I devoured it. I absolutely loved it. So that's a. I also realised that one of my favourite films, Moonlight, the direct, which is, and if anyone has not seen Moonlight, I know it's cliche to say it, but go and get a copy of it now because it's just the most wonderful, wonderful, wonderful film. Um, the director of that went on to do a film which I had on my radar called If Beale Street Could Talk, uh, which I hadn't clocked. It was another James uh, Baldwin, not based on another James Baldwin novel of the same name. So I'm very excited about seeing the film. Uh, again, I think he wrote it before, just before the one I read. Uh, and that had absolutely fantastic reviews. And if it's anything like Moonlight, it'll be an extraordinarily beautiful film. So I'm quite excited about that. And then um, I managed to buy a 20-hour documentary on Ingmar Bergman, uh, which I'm quite excited about because he's one of my passions. Uh, I got that cheap in FOP. And um, I've started listening to... Yeah, uh, no, what am I reading? So I thought... Uh, and between shows, so I started a thriller. Uh, it's Linwood Barclay. Now, my mother-in-law uh, gave me one of his books some years back. Uh, and I expected a sort of run-of-the-mill, you know, page-turning American thriller. He's actually really good in the sense that on one level, they sort of are um, sort of fairly typical American small-town thriller. But he's political, which I really like. He writes, he he weaves into the plots, uh, the character situations and um, stuff about society and life. Uh, and it's political with a small p. Well, actually, no, it's political with a big p in some ways as well, uh, which has a really interesting layer to them. And they're very well written and they are very, you know, they are real page turners. So this is the second one. I can't remember what it's called. They've all got generic titles like No Time to Say Goodbye or uh, No Return, that sort of thing. I can't remember what this one's called. Anyway, I'll come back to that. So if I don't get it finished, it's not the end of the world if I have to take a break from it. But I'm... Uh, devouring that as well I'm absolutely it's just sometimes it's just got to really good I just enjoy a really good page turner that's um thoughtfully written as well as being well written uh, and that's what this is so I can well uh, this being the second one I read of his uh, I can thoroughly recommend them as uh good thrillers and then 
I'm getting into Spy and the Traitor, the Traitor and the Spy, which is, um, my mind's gone completely again, uh, by the man who wrote Operation Mincemeat, Ben McIntyre, uh, and he's reading it, and I'm thoroughly enjoying that. It's non-fiction about a Russian spy who defected in the 1970s. Uh, absolutely fascinating stuff. I really like Cold War uh, and spy stuff. Um, and talking of which, actually, uh, not quite connected, but there's a second series of Slow Horses uh, back, which we'll be watching soon. Finished Stanley Tucci going around Italy uh, and finished Sherwood, which is just extraordinary. And if you haven't seen Sherwood, uh, although it sounds really depressing and miserable, it's 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 on iPlayer. It's... Um, it's really, really, really well worth watching. It's so rich and complex and uh, just puts so much drama in the shade. So well done. Um, uh, not the happiest of shows, but you don't, I didn't, well, I didn't walk away from it feeling miserable. I just felt enriched by it. I can really recommend that. And um, still Attorney Wu going. And we're also trying a comedy called Blockbuster, which on Netflix, which is okay, uh, but is a bit disappointing considering uh, the, it's a really good cast and it came from one of the writers of Superstore and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but hasn't quite grabbed me. Um, it's suddenly gone very grey. Uh, right, well, that's, uh, I hope I haven't been too depressing, sorry if I have, but uh, that's just the way life is at the moment. Uh, no one worry about me, please, I'm absolutely fine, it's just... It's just one of those sad times uh, that make up life. Um, and, uh, yeah. So uh, thank you for listening.